Lots of stuff on the show today. Look, look, we did cover songs. We're going to do cover songs today. All three of those were covers. Walk This Way, Tainted Love, and Just a Gigolo. We got more coming up today. And it is Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Day today. Today, we are going to do the most bangable cartoon characters. That's right, cartoon characters that you would bang. Let's get the good mornings out of the way. Braddy Kid was the first one here. So, Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a wonderful and spectacular day. And I know that you will because you're going to be hanging out with me and we're going to see Alabama tonight in Fort Worth. Bam! That shit just happened. Douglas says, Happy Rainy Friday, my people. I love this weather. Can't wait to go snowboarding. I know it's not cold enough, but it will be soon. There you go. Uh, you, you guys can have the rain. Take all the rain y'all want. Hangtown Jen says, Good Friday morning, ass family. Freddie Kid wishes uh, Hot Mama a happy birthday and says everybody else is late. Uh, Hot Mama says, thank you, Braddy. Happy Friday, ass. 
Mike D says, I'll be driving when the show starts, so I'll get all my good mornings. It's Friday. Let's go, Brandon. Out now. Oh, and I thought I saw it's Hot Mama's birthday. Happy birthday, Chica. Be safe, no cow folks, uh, nor cow folks. It's wet and idiots are out on the roads. Yes, if it's the first big rain, that means all the oil and all the shit is washing off the road. So please be careful out there. Kale says, fucking Friday, y'all. 37 de- happy degrees here in Michigan, and I'll be on rooftops all day. Be careful. Uh, Douglas says, happy birthday, hot mama. Christopher. Now, Christopher did an amazing, amazing it's not really a review, but it, it's kind of a, a review on society and how society is now. And, and if you haven't gone to the Facebook page to read it, I highly recommend it. Christopher did an amazing job writing this, and uh, I, I wrote him back, and there's some things in there I wrote back about. We, we tear down these statues of leaders. And, and, and by the way, if you haven't seen the 007 movie then, uh, and you want to, don't, don't read his uh, new, new review because there's a big spoiler in there. But uh, get ready. And, and I'm just going to tell you this right now. It will be proposed soon. We've already got a statue of George Floyd up. Get ready for a national holiday. I, I'm not kidding. There will be a national holiday celebrating George Floyd. Soon enough. And I wrote him about that. But Christopher, great job. He says, check out the Ask Opinion article on the show page. Leave a like and a comment, please do. Triple T is in the house. He says, good morning, family of ass. Happy Friday. Cowboys girl, good morning. Ass family, happy Friday. Douglas liked the review. Uh, Mike D said, my song, Woo Bidbly Bop. Yeah, I love love that David Lee Roth version of that. Oh, you're 29, hot mama. Okay. Arise, good morning to you. Alicia says, happy Friday ass. Nothing like waking up to a cold, raining morning. I love it. Sassy Pammy is in the house. Holy shit. Good morning to you, Sassy Pammy. Cowboys Girl says, uh, happy birthday, hot mama. Oh, I would bang the trans bag bunny for sure. (laughs) Happy birthday, hot mama from Alicia. Uh, Lola Bunny from the original Space Jam movie. Uh, she, She could be on the list. Warbird. Hey. Support your firefighters out there. I posted last night uh, something he's been wearing uh, for firefighters. Firefighters all across this country are being, and not only firefighters, first responders. I don't want to leave cops out there. But my, my close dear friends, Brandon and Tommy, are firefighters. And people like them are going to be cast away because they haven't gotten the vaccination yet. And I think that's completely wrong. You're going it, just so you can get your vaccination numbers, you're going to make your cities less safe? How is this about public health and public safety if you're making the public less safe and less healthy? But Warbo, I, I had to put that up there last night because I support him. And like I said, I support people that get the shots too. If you want to get the shot, go ahead. I've got the shot. I haven't been afraid to stay, to talk about it. I'm not worried about it. But I do believe in this country you have the freedom not to get that shot and not lose your job over it. I'm going back to work after two weeks off. I uh, guess I should be happy to have a job for now, yeah? Well, Warbird, we stand with you, my brother. Uh, I will no- not celebrate George Floyd. They call me a racist. I don't give a flying fuck. Oh, neither will I. I'm just saying. Act Brian says, good morning. Love the pouring rain. Uh, hot mama aged out, and number two, I'm riding a longhorn today. Sure you are. 
Let's go, Brandon. Uh, Ogre, Buenos Dias, familiar. Murder is okay. COVID is bad. Adam J., Buenos Dias, amigo. Let's talk about the biggest story that's out there. In front says Good Friday morning. Alec Baldwin killed a guy. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, I can't wait till he gets on his high horse about shit and somebody yells, Murderer! It happened on the set of a movie called Rust that's filming in New Mexico right now. Alec Baldwin was seen in tears by members of the press. They handed him a prop gun, and they're still investigating if it was due to fragments from the blanks being shot off, but the director was shot, and one person, the cinematographer, was killed. Now, they, they, I love how they're saying, well, no no, uh, no charges were immediate. Well, Alec Baldwin's not going to be charged. The, the person that would be charged with manslaughter or reckless endangerment would be the prop master. They hand Alec Baldwin a gun for the movie. They, he's an actor. He shoots it off. He, he will not be charged. Alec Baldwin, and, and by the way, nor should he be charged. He's filming a movie. This was an accident that happened. <laughs> Breaking news, Donald Trump was disguised as a prop assistant and loaded the gun. He was seen snickering and skulking away. Uh, it, look, it's a, it's a terrible story. It, it, it's an awful story, and I, I don't think it could happen to a better person. I, I, I'm not a fan of Alec Baldwin, but we're not going to make light of this because somebody did die. Somebody is without a family member. Helena Hutchins was a cinematographer. I don't know if that's a man or a woman. People have weird names now, so I don't want to say if that's a man or a woman. Um, Sheriff deputies responded about 2 o'clock to the set yesterday at the Bonanza Creek Ranch. Um, lots of movies have been filmed. Oh, she is a woman. So somebody is without a, a daughter, without a mama, without a sister, without a wife, without, you know, whatever it is. It is a very, very sad story. But we can now call Alec Baldwin a murderer. <laughs> oh, man. I saw a TikTok about this. The person talking about it does place some blame on the prop master. The problem is Alec pulled the trigger. Well, but see, he's an actor. And he won't, look, look, he's not going to, he's never going to be charged for this. Because actors do this shit all the time. They trust that, look, there, there's a reasonable trust that goes in there. And, and by the way, for me to say he shouldn't be charged, that takes a lot for me to say. Not even with manslaughter. He shouldn't. In this day and age, though, would I be surprised? No, I wouldn't be surprised. If it was Alec Baldwin, yes, I would be surprised. Um... Oh, I, I understand it's the literal the literal translation of manslaughter, but he won't be charged with it. It would be the prop master that's charged with it. My boyfriend said this exact story happened on Magnum PI. Someone or somebody needs to pay. Oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Look, you can't have a dead body on a movie screen set and nobody pays for it. I am betting with with every fiber of my being that Alec Baldwin has a lot more money than the prop master does. 
the prop master is going to be the one that ends up taking the stain for this one. How soon does Gavin pass a law banning the use of firearms in movies in California? Oh, it, I, I wouldn't be surprised. The prop master, whoever was in charge of the prop, might be charged with negligent, negligent manslaughter. It's what happened on the set of The Crow. The actor who fired the gun that killed Brandon Lee wasn't charged, but he sure the fuck went through lots of therapy. Oh, and Alec Baldwin probably will, too. Alec Baldwin will probably never be the same. No, I don't know if anybody could ever be the same if, they, if they're if they on a screen. I bet you Alec Baldwin never, ever used another gun in a movie. If I pull the trigger and it has a blank and it kills someone, I'll be charged. Doesn't matter if someone else loaded my gun. Well, but see, that's the problem, Kale, is that this is not, that's your gun. This was not Alec Baldwin's gun. This gun, this, this gun belongs to the set. Look, I understand you want Alec Baldwin charged. I get it. I hate Alec Baldwin, too. Problem is, he's an actor on a set. Look, look, just like Ogre said, in The Crow, when Brandon Lee was killed on set in The Crow, the actor that pulled the trigger was not charged. That right there will be enough to get Alec Baldwin off. Matthew Broderick killed someone driving. It made him so upset and disturbed him so much, he married a horse. I, I Look, hey, K- Kale, I'm I right there with you where you say to V. Coop. I'm surprised they don't use CGI guns instead. What's Alec Baldwin's favorite type of script? Bullet point. Oh, hold on a second here. Got to take a picture of that. that, that that'll be up there tomorrow. I've already got today's jokes. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, Helena Hutchins and director Joel Souza. Joel Souza was wounded. I think he's already out of the hospital. And uh, she is currently in the morgue. So there you go. That was the big story of yesterday. Now, there is a large story happening. Before we get to that town hall fucking abortion, Um, Rat Burger says, question, aren't special effect guys the only ones that are supposed to handle live rounds? Why did he have a gun with a projectile in it? Aren't actors only supposed to use blanks? Live rounds by pros only. What could happen, and I read about this, I, they, that's why they're still investigating. They don't know if it was a live, brown or f- a live round or fragments from a blank. Because... Sometimes if you fire a blank off, it can be – there's no bullet in a, in a blank. And I don't know a lot about guns. I did read that this morning. That's my knowledge of it. Blanks can come apart, and through the gunpowder in the fire, it can be used as a projectile. So they, it, it can happen. Derek, good morning. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Amen to that, brother. Remember that story that was going around here in Texas a couple weeks ago about the kid? The kid who uh, was getting bullied and he took a gun to school, but we never called him an active shooter, mainly because he was black. But the story was he was getting bullied. But something didn't add up to me. 
This young man is 18 years old, lives in an affluent neighborhood over in uh, Arlington area, drives a nice new car, has nice clothes on, takes pictures on social media about all his bling and stuff, brings a, a 45 to school because he's getting bullied. Fight breaks out. He shoots a kid four times and shoots two other people that weren't even part of the fight. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The Arlington police chief, who happens to be black, says that bullying played no role. Bullying played no role in this fight or this shooting. The suspected shooter was involved in high-risk, that's quoted, high-risk activity. Somebody selling bad dope. Do-da, He's getting his ass kicked because he sold oregano or whatever. Oh, I love this. This is this is getting to be juicy. No bullying was part of this shooting at all. Oh, I, I that to me is delicious. Delicious. By the way, he was getting his ass handed to him by a kid that was three years younger than him, too. Brother can't lose face. Can't lose face with all his drug deals going on or whatever his high-risk activity is. I don't know. Maybe he's not a drug dealer. Maybe he sells fake Louis Vuitton bags. Whatever it is, it's high-risk. Oh, when that story came, I heard that the story this morning. I looked it up, and we had to get that shit on here. But once again, not a school shooter, though. Not an active shooter. Remember that. Uh, one more local story happened last night. Actually, no, I'm not going to do this one yet. Uh, let, let's talk about last night and the debacle that was Joe Biden. Joe Biden had a town hall meeting that was hosted by his dear butt buddy, Anderson Cooper. And this is the first time in like 90 days that he's answered questions and addressed things. So I know what he's been doing the last 90 days. He's been rehearsing for this, and he still fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Last night, Joe Biden said that he would use the National Guard to help alleviate a supply chain crunch that has clogged the ports. Someone asked him about the empty shelves and stuff. He says, yes, absolutely, positively, I will do that. (laughs) Problem is, problem is, uh, uh, the president can't activate the National Guard. That's up to governors of each state. How is it that, how is it that we have a president? How could I be the president of the United States of America? If you don't even know that. You don't even know that. that you, cannot, you, you cannot have the National Guard do that. That's not your job. 
Then people were talking to him about the crisis at the border. And he says, well, I, 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 I you know him. I, 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 I guess I should go down, but the whole point of it is I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down there. Really? Really? You, you, had, you had plenty of time to take some vacations, didn't you? you? You haven't had time to get down there, Mr. President? Really? Really? You, you took all that time at, at, at your vacation place and you were just in Scranton. How, you didn't have time, but you couldn't get a, an hour or two off? Whoa. Well, a president who oversteps authority and doesn't have a clear understanding of their allowed abilities, that's never happened before. Oh, it has. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, but lying like that, I haven't had time. Well, I haven't, I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time. I like when he tries to throw in a dirty word every now and then. That to me is rich. Asked twice if uh, he would protect Taiwan if China was attacked. He said, yes, we have a commitment to do that. The White House said, uh, well, uh, an official said Biden was not announcing any change to the policy under U.S. agreement with Taiwan. The U.S. is bound by law to offer the island the means of self-defense, but it never says how it would respond to a Chinese invasion. Here's the thing. When you have a town hall meeting and all those people there are vetted, and their questions are written for them, you would think that they would at least give Joe the answers, right? I mean, Joe, Joe this guy in a red flannel shirt's going to ask you this. Here's the correct answer. I, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I, I love when they parade this fucking doofus out there. Oh, it's so it, it, it makes me feel so good. It really does. Oh, Nevada people, have I got a story for you. Woo! Your governor, Steve, likes a lot of dicks. That's not right. I'm sorry. Um, Steve licks a lot of sex. That, I think that's the, the closest I've ever been. Vegas police have issued an official report which squarely blames the governor for causing a serious car accident. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> turning, and left, uh, turning left in front of oncoming traffic, causing his SUV to end up sliding off the roadway, and the victim was slung into a pole. Now, the governor has been cited. Why, first of all, why is the governor driving? Doesn't the governor get driven places? By the way, no toxicology report has been obtained yet, but there's one out there, and they're wondering if he was on any meds or any substances, legal or otherwise. 
How interesting. Wow. Oh, this is going to be delicious. How great would it be if he, like, took a handful of Vicodin before he went out? I'm not saying that's what he did. I'm just saying how great would that be? And he caused himself an accident. Well, it is under investigation. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. So the National Guard knows how to work all that equipment. Elgris is brave. The National Guard has logistic units that specialize in heavy equipment and transportation. Okay. Look, but the problem is that the governor would have to put that in place. So, and, and, and look, the governor of California probably would, and that's where one of the biggest fuck-ups fuck is, is in, is in California. Now, Florida has come out. Ron DeSantis says our ports are wide open to everybody. Why aren't they using it? Oh, because it's politics. Once again, politics are more important than your groceries and possibly your upcoming Christmas. Politics. Politics are more important than your family having a a, a good holiday. And and look, I know it's sad that gifts are what makes holidays great, especially Christmas. I understand that's sad, but let's not play in that little world first. Let's play in the real world. Where do you want your Christmas ruined over politics? That's the simple ask. And the simple answer is obviously no. Once again, once again, this is where, this is, this is the part that pisses me off. You can like Ron DeSantis. You can hate Ron DeSantis all you want. I don't care. You can like Joe Biden. You can hate Joe Biden all you want. I don't care. Neither are on the same page when it comes to politics. Where they should be on the same page is what's best for the country. Now, do I think that Ron DeSantis is doing this for the the good of humanity and what's... No, no. This is obviously a political move by him, but at least he looks like the good one that's doing it. He's extending this olive branch. And yes, I already know, it's 100% political. Before anybody goes, well, he's only doing it for that. Duh. But why can't the other side then go, hey, we're going to accept that, and we're going to do what's best for America? That's all I want. That's all I want. Christmas has already been ruined by greed and commercialism. Why do you have to ruin it further by politics? Well, that's what's going to happen. Why can't they open the ports in Florida and have these boats sent back down there? YouTube bandy or YouTube bandy let's go Brandon rap song LOL. You're surprised at that, Douglas? I, I'm not. I mean they, they'll fucking take you off if you're if you fucking post any anti COVID shit up there. Uh what else are we gonna talk about? Oh, let's talk well we're gonna talk about that. Let's let's talk about Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan came out and said that piss off, you brats, enough of your fake activism. She was yelling at the protesters 
that showed up at Netflix. Not the one that had the sign that got attacked, but the people that want Dave Chappelle taken down and a, a public apology goes out there to people over this. This is what I don't understand anymore. That's the story that's going to get me into this. Thank you to Arised, who sent me the story last night um, about a protest going on up at the University of North Texas. Um, There was a a pro-life prayer vigil going on at the University of North Texas last night. And counter-protesters showed up and... This is the thing I, I just don't get. They showed up and they started the, the chant, fuck your God. Here's what I don't understand. We protest in this country, right? Protests are allowed. Peaceful protests are allowed. Why is it? And it seems like the left is the problem with this. And and, and I'm sorry, I'm blaming the left for this. But every time I see something happen, the left takes it and it goes crazy. Now, the right, I'll just say it right now. The right did January 6th. Before anybody comes at me with January 6th, that was all the right. Now, there were thousands of people there that protested peacefully. And then the people that broke into the Capitol and stormed in there, they should be going to jail. They were wrong for their actions, okay? I've said that now. I said they should go to jail, and they were wrong for their actions. The people that were there peacefully, okay. You remember back when, way back, uh, let's, uh, let's go back in time a little bit. You remember when I, I found the sound bit about what Donald Trump really said that there are good people on both sides, and he wasn't talking about the, the, the white supremacists and the racists in Virginia, that there was, there was an actual protest going on in Virginia, and I do believe it was about the Robert E. Lee statue, and it had to deal with race. And bad people showed up from both sides. Bad people of the right showed up, the far right showed up, the racists Anytime you light a tiki torch and start marching, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say I'm out. We're not hunting for Frankenstein here. And we had a death happen there because some white supremacist ran some gal over. I keep seeing these stories. Oh, the right's so bad, the right's so bad. So, so when we have a counter-protest at Netflix like we did two days ago. And they all but attack the guy. They rip his sign down. Then they say he has a weapon hoping to get him arrested. Is the right not allowed to counter-protest? Because it seems we allow the left. Antifa is is a, a big crier for the left. They last night showed up to a candlelight prayer vigil and just decided to start screaming, fuck your God. Mainly because it was organized by the young conservatives of Texas. 
a group that's been around since about 1980. seen a lot happen there was a there was a rally in Sacramento I believe right before I moved last year it might have been after we moved last year where people's cars were keyed windshields were broken they were at the Capitol doing their thing and counter protesters instead of counter protesting they decided to counter protest by keying cars and breaking windows You sure they weren't just singing Judith by APC? I, I don't think they were. Uh, that's because the left are a bunch of toddlers that have never gotten their asses whooped by their parents when they started acting like little assholes. Now those big toddlers are just big assholes when they don't get their way. And look, look, I'm not going to say the right doesn't have that same group there. That far right group, those, those hate groups that are out there, I, I don't want them there either. And if the left were to have a rally that was peaceful, more power to you. I know that you have the right to be a counter-protester, but look, that guy who showed up at Netflix, I'll say it. I'll just say it real quick. The guy who showed up, he wanted that shit to happen. He knew that shit was going to happen. Because really, who is going to counter-protest a bunch of transsexuals? Transsexual right now is the hottest button out there. You protest them, you are nothing more than a hate monger. Yet this fella showed up with his sign and said, Dave Chappelle is funny. A lot of people say, well, he got what he deserved. Well, did he? See, this is the thing I don't know with counter-protesters. If you show up to a protest and you get the shit beat out of you, do you get what you deserved or are your civil rights being infringed? Your constitutional rights, are they being infringed? I don't know which pool to put my foot in when it comes to that. I mean, look, when I heard that a sign got ripped up and this guy was kind of, you know, accosted, and he was, he was physically accosted, you kind of knew that was going to happen, right? I mean, I'd like to sit down with this guy off the record, and then I'll tell you exactly what he said. That's why I don't get a lot of interviews. Motherfucker knew that shit was going to happen. Now, see, last night with the Antifa showing up at a candlelight vigil, I don't know if those kids thought that that was going to happen. Depends on how you're counter-protesting. If you're ripping people's shit up and accosting people, that's a recipe for an ass whooping. Oh, I agree. Oh, hey, I, I get it. I totally get it. But you see, the problem is, the, the problem that I have with it all is nobody really gives a shit about it. They're just trying to go and, and get their two, two minutes of, of fame in. We'll never see this kid again. This kid who protested at Netflix saying Dave Chappelle is funny, we're never going to see him again. Is that his name, Sign Guy? He's a YouTube personality? Okay. So he he, he knew exactly what he was doing. 
so it, for me, that's one of those. I, I don't know if I can stand by his side or not. I just don't know. Now, back to our wonderful president. There's this awesome thing going on that he's doing right now where he tells this heartfelt story about all the times he rode on Amtrak and the interactions he had with Amtrak employees, especially one. By the way, he's been fact-checked four times on this, yet he still keeps giving that. Uh, if the counter-protesters at UNT were calling, call, creating a public disturbance with cursing and the police didn't do anything about it, some of the onus falls on them. They could easily have had these morons move down the street to avoid a ruckus. If they were too afraid to do so, then the onus is completely on them. And the University of North Texas is kind of pussy-ish. It, here, here's the speech, I think. I hope this is it. A president or vice president... They keep meticulous mileage of when you fly an Air Force aircraft. And so about, uh, I guess it was uh, seven years in to, uh, to my tenure as vice president. And I used to always like to uh, <clears throat> take Amtrak home on Friday. My, I tried to go really? home to see my mom, who was living with us at the time. As vice president, passed, really? I tried to get home. Really? And uh, the Secret Service are wonderful. They're the best in the world. They never liked me taking Amtrak because it stops too often and too many people can get on and you don't know. And, uh, but I also, there was a, but I, uh, it turned out I was about number three in seniority on the road at the time. If you did now, well, I'm in terms of actual time on the road. And, uh, a lot of the folks in Amtrak became my family, not a joke. I'd ride every day. I, I commuted every single day for 36 years as President, Vice President of the United States, after my wife and daughter were killed, I went home to see my family. Never hmm. stopped. Interesting. Only doing that. He was and, Vice uh, President for 36 so, uh, years. Angelo Negri was from, you remember Ange? Ange came up to me one day when I was, when they just had announced that I had flown uh, one million some X number of miles on Air Force aircraft. And Ange comes up, and I'm getting in the car, and he goes, Joey, baby, what are you doing? And I thought the Secret Service was going to shoot him. I said, no, 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 he's good, he's good. True story. No, it's and not. And he said, I just read, big deal, big deal, whatever it was, a million, 200,000 miles, Air Force. You know how many miles you did Amtrak? And I said, no, Ange, I don't have any idea, pal. He said, let me tell you, we were at the retirement dinner. And he said, we added it up. You averaged 100, I think it says 21 days a year. 121 days a year, 36 years, plus as vice president, boom, boom. You have traveled over 2 million miles, Joe. I don't hear any more about the Air Force. Great story. Awesome story. Wow. There's a problem, though. That Amtrak worker that he's talking about never told him that while he was the vice president of the United States because that Amtrak worker... He retired in 1993 and died in 2014. I don't know if it's the dementia. I don't know if it's the Alzheimer's. 
can this guy ever say something that has at least a morsel of truth in it? You remember Ange? He said that. That guy retired in 1993. Joe, Joe, you, you, you were not vice president in 1993. And I doubt that he came up to you in 2015 and said that to you, grabbed your cheek like you said, since he had already been dead for a year. Come on, man. I, I'm looking for a good, uh, come on, man, from that segment they do on Monday Night Football where I can just keep playing that. I mean, I have I, I, I have Joe's. I, I, I do. Come on, man. That one's pretty good. Joe, you, you, that never happened. Come on, man. No, it, it, it just didn't happen, Joe. I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize that it didn't happen, but it, it, it sure as fuck. Did not happen, Joe. You fucking dink. Oh, all right. Let's see. Uh, There's also video going around on this. I'm not going to play the video because it's... uh, It's boring to watch. Some big dagos, dagos come running up to you and Secret Service doesn't take them out. Yeah, okay, Joey, you fucking lying ass lunatic. Um, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States of America, the highest-ranking police officer, the highest-ranking law enforcement officer, I should say, in America, is being hounded to investigate this, which I don't believe he will do. But watching the video yesterday was fantastic. Where Ken Buck and Tom McClintock both are asking the Attorney General to set up some sort of investigation. And the way they did this is they showed a Claude Monet painting, and then they showed a a Rembrandt, I believe it was Rembrandt. I don't remember. I know Monet was the first painting. And how much of those have sold for? Each had sold for a half a million dollars. Maybe it wasn't Rembrandt. But but whoever the paintings were, they were were done by masters. And you look at them and you go, okay, those are beautiful pieces of art. And then the third piece of art he showed was that of Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden's paintings, look, look, I don't like Hunter Biden. I don't like anybody in the Biden family. But I will tell you this right now. Hunter Biden is not a painter. He just isn't. And his bowl of fruit that he painted, it looked like a bowl of cut-up fruit. You could see a kiwi in there and an orange in there. And it recently sold... Actually, the first painting they showed was a Monet that sold for $500,000. The second one, whether it was Rembrandt or whatever, sold for $350,000. How is it that that Hunter Biden's painting sold for more than a second one of the masters and tied Claude Monet? The painting of fruit 
it, somebody bought it for $500,000. Walter Schaub, the Obama-Eric ethics chief, said Hunter's art deals would tarnish his father's legacy. Wow, the art deals would tarnish his father's legacy. Not the fact that they had a racist dog in the White House that only bit black members of Secret Service. Not the crack-smoking and admitted-to crack-smoking son of Hunter. But this is the worst part. This is the part that's going to tarnish his father's reputation. Not all the racist things Joe Biden ever said, but this art. That same Obama-era ethics chief, Walter Schaub, said if he were a patriot, if he cared about this country, he would not want to tarnish his father's reputation that way. He's not a patriot, and he's not an artist. He is a fucking crackhead. That is all there is to know about Hunter Biden. There's something in that art that they wanted. Yeah, Alicia Douglas nails it. uh, Political favors. That's what's in there. Joe Biden mocks the crippled by asking them to stand up. He thinks he's Jesus. I mean, really, this art is worse than... Corn Pop was a bad dude. His art is worse than... I don't think he's going to be giving medical advice, A. That's not the role of any president. He would say... Get your shot today. There is no time to waste. How about this one? We went for two reasons. One, to... What? Anytime, sir. Bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. There you go. All right. Or... what about this one? This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans. Holy shit! But because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. Uh-huh. You're not going to be in ICU unit. Uh-huh. And you're not going to die. Yeah, ask Colin Powell about that one. When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? I I, I mean, look, we could go on and on and on with Joe Biden. I'm going to get in trouble with my my staff. Yeah, go ahead. I pretend that you didn't answer you. The art is what is going to tarnish his reputation. I still question if they ever actually got Bin Laden. They just threw him in the ocean. I tend to believe Navy SEALs. I, I, I know I could be crazy for this. I tend to believe the Navy SEAL who comes out and says that he shot him and other Navy SEALs that, that said it. And I, I get why they dumped him in the ocean, because they didn't want him buried. They didn't want to have a national monument built for him somewhere. I do believe that Osama bin Laden is dead. Now, it, look, look. Would I be? Sh- I would be a little shocked that Navy SEALs lied to us. 
I do know some Navy SEALs, and they're pretty straightforward, straight-shooting guys. And I even asked my dear friend who's a Navy SEAL, did we really get him? He said yes. That's me, though. I think we found who can play Ozzy Osbourne in the biopic. Listen to how Joe stumbles and mumbles. If he shouts, Sharon, he's a shoe-in. <laughs> Didn't even need to write a script. Just talk, Joe. I believe we got it. But, hey, once again, this is me. This is just me. I'm not telling you how to believe. I'll never tell you how to believe unless it's that I am the greatest broadcaster of all time. Then you're absolutely correct. And if you think any different, you're wrong. But as far as that goes, yeah. And <laughs> I love the fact that it's Hunter's art that is going to destroy the, <laughs> the reputation, the tarnish the image of Joe Biden. Um, by the way, uh, the State Department was being ridiculed over celebrating International Pronouns Day. They were doing this rather than talking about the hypersonic missile launch, the Afghan crisis, the crisis with shipping containers. No, no, no. The Department of State thought it was so more, much more important to celebrate International Pronoun Day. Just stop it. Why, why, why do we have an International Pronoun Day? By the way, if you don't think that there's a George Floyd holiday coming up soon, you better fucking check yourself before you wreck yourself, fool. International Pronoun Day. What the flying fuck is that? Hey, how about we have an international day that screws up the English language? Fantastic! I don't know what day of the week it is, nor do I care. Now, speaking of... Speaking of the Afghan crisis, we haven't heard a lot about Afghanistan recently, right? Well, good news. I have a story from Afghanistan. And by the way, let me just say, I, you know I hate it. You know I hate doing this. But well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. An Afghani volleyball player on the girls' national team was just recently beheaded by the Taliban. That's right. They cut the bitch's head off. By the way, they also took photos and posted them on their social media. By the way, how can you post the... the <laughs> how can you post a picture of a severed head on, on your social media and I can't tell dirty jokes? How is that possible? If I say one thing bad about COVID, I have stickers up there saying more COVID-19 information available. But you, the Taliban, can put a severed head up on your social media. 
Mahmoud and I decided to play some volleyball with a severed head. Ha, 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 ha. I can follow for more. Majabib Hamami, one of the best players in the Kabul Municipal Volleyball Club, was slaughtered in the capital city of Kabul as troops searched for female sports players. She was killed earlier this month, but her death remained mostly hidden because her family had been threatened not to talk. Images of her severed neck were published on Afghan social media. Boy, now that, there's some freedom right there. How is it that the Afghanis have more freedoms on their social media, but Donald Trump can't even get a Twitter account? By the way, she was beheaded because she was a female athlete. Just want to put that out there. But, but, But once again, our current leaders in office, our current government, recognizes the Taliban as Afghanistan's government now. It wasn't like she was praying or putting up religious stuff for Christianity. She simply was playing a game, and she was good at that game. That's all, and they beheaded her for it. So the next time one of your uber-liberal, panty-waisted, or as Jesse the Body Ventura would put it, let's see. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around. Yeah, there it is, the slack-jawed faggots. Start talking about how horrible it is to live in America because we have a black comedian who makes jokes about transsexuals. Jokes. Saying that that's going to... By the way, by the way, I'll say this right now. I have never beaten somebody up over the fact that I heard a joke about somebody else. Let's go back to Eddie Murphy when he was doing, I believe it was Raw, where he was talking about Italians and seeing Rocky. I I didn't want to go out and beat up Italians for that because they were jokes, you see. So the next time one of those people come to you and say how oppressive America is, just remind them, hey, We don't cut the heads off of female athletes. In Sadad, wait, Chappelle made statements? What what did Chappelle say? Chappelle, he's made statements recently, or is this about, like, like his, hold on, let's see. Supporter Dave Chappelle, blah, blah, blah. That's a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, I'm not finding anything, Triple T, so you're going to have to tell me what Dave Chappelle said. Chappelle, or if you're just talking about the jokes he made, then yes, I understand what you're saying. You said he made jokes, but the joke was a statement. Okay. So he made a statement. The Caitlyn Jenner thing was a joke. And nobody's gotten killed over it. You see, because we live in America. 
But that's okay. It won't be that way for much longer. Pretty soon when Dave Chappelle makes a joke or any comedian makes a joke, they will be taken off stage and beheaded. That's the America that we're going towards. Sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? Sounds kind of, I don't know, North Korea-esque, kind of Caliban-esque. I, 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 I've just grown tired of all this bullshit. This is the real world, people. A female athlete. Look, look I give the WNBA shit. I give the, the LPGA shit. And these are gals who are athletes that just want to play their sport, and God bless them for it. And they're getting to get paid money to do it? Okay, great. I don't watch it. That, that, and that's how I show my disdain for it. I don't watch it. The way the Taliban and people in the Middle East show their disdain for it is they cut the woman's head off and then post it on their social media. I, I, I haven't seen a story yet. Maybe somebody can help me with this in case there is a story about people that support Dave Chappelle if they've gone around and they've cut off the heads of transsexuals. Well, that, that, that hasn't happened? Okay, thanks, Bubba. I appreciate it. Bubba, my dog, just told me that. He's like, uh, duh, Dad, that, that hasn't happened, though. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. That hasn't happened. If it were to happen, we'd put those people in jail forever, and Dave Chappelle would wash his hands of those people. Because that's what we do here in America. I bet the Taliban social media has a severed head emoji face. Probably tongues hanging out. Uh, but once again, once again. Oh, by the way, I got to tell you something really cool here. Because I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. Um, I found a tracksuit. I got to order it. It's cheetah print. And it's in my size. Holy Shit. Cheetah jacket. Cheetah fucking running pants. I don't run, but I would rock the shit out of those anytime I go out. And it's like 70 bucks. So I know it's not high quality. Don't care. They've got it in my size, and I want it. Oh. Oh, goddamn. You'll look like Fran Drescher's couch. I don't care. Wear that out. By the way, I'm going to wear that out with my new Ufa's slippers. I just wrote this company, Ufa. I, I just got some new sandals. You guys always know I wear sandals, right? If I'm not wearing cowboy boots, I'm wearing sandals. <laughs> Brady Kid says, if you wear that, I'm wearing my new outfit. I have to tell the truth. Last night, we were at Bucky's buying Copenhagen because it's cheap there. And Brady Kid got a onesie last night. It's a flannel onesie, and it has a, a beaver tail on it. She looks like a, a, a big, gigantic beaver. It's got a head on there, too, of a beaver. that You can wear Hey, I, I supported you getting that. You can wear that to, to Costco when I'm wearing my cheetah running suit. You get home today, we're ordering that shit. I'm just telling you, we're ordering that shit today when you get home. There was a tiger one. They got, like, white leopard. They got all kinds of cool shit. I'm getting the leopard one. You'll look like the slowest cheetah ever. <laughs> so I got these new sandals, right? 
and they're called UFOs. O-O-F-O apostrophe S. Now, I'm not a paid endorser of these people, yet I did write them this morning to try to get on that pay train. Let me just say, these are the most, if you're looking for a, a, a pair of, and they got flip-flops, they got slides, they got other shoes too. I was reading about this company, and Alex Smith was wearing these after his horrible surgery when he had his, his shit out. And it takes like fucking 50% off the pressure off your knees and your back. I got to tell you, these are the most comfortable sandals I have ever worn in my entire life. Please go to Sam's wearing those outfits. That's more fitting than cost. I'll go out everywhere in that outfit. I don't care. I ain't going to be. You think I get embarrassed at that shit? Hell no. At one time, I had a, a, uh, I think it was a leopard fucking dinner coat. I had a sports coat that was leopard. Love that goddamn thing. Beaver onesie, cheetah suits, some kinky for action going on in the state's household. Or go to Walmart. Fuck yeah, I'll go to Walmart wearing that. I ain't afraid. Shit. Yeah, I saw that shit. Oh, man. You must get it. I've got a Kangol hat. I don't have a fuzzy one. I, I've got one that will kind of match it, though. One last story before we uh, head to a celebrity-ass death match. All you Catholics out there, uh, you're going to get pissed off about this. Last year, or, or five years ago, Pope Francis canonized Junipero Serra, uh, uh, the 18th century missionary to California. By declaring him a saint, the pontiff solemnly proclaimed that F.R., I don't know what the FR stands for. I'm sorry. Had lived a life of heroic virtue worthy of honor and imitation. Yeah, Alicia, the UFAs are they they, they they're pretty fucking spectacular. I I love the I I just ordered a second pair last night. If if your husband's got wide feet. Father, thank you, Ogre. I appreciate that. If your husband's got wide feet, get the ones that can open. Those are the ones that I, I, the Velcro ones. If he's got regular old narrow feet, just get him the regular slides. They are comfortable as shit. Um, Father, Junipero Serra, the 18th century missionary to California, was recognized as bringing Christianity to much of the western United States and having converted thousands to the faith. But, and and by the way, the day he was canonized, they named a park after him. Well, it seems that the current mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti, has made it official that he is going to scrub the name and image of the Catholic saint from the park. And the Catholic Church hasn't said anything yet. They're saying that he was a bad guy. Wait, wait, let's see. Uh, What are they saying? Uh, The fallout from Native Americans in California contended brutality converted indigenous people to Christianity. You know what? 
something was said last night uh, on online, and I, I was following this thread going back and forth. There's somebody on TikTok who has threatened. He he refers to all white people as colonizers, and then somebody stitched him back or wrote him back, and he said, "Oh, just like your people to resort to violence." Excuse me. Excuse me. Native Americans were not violent back then. Native Americans didn't scalp people. They didn't war with other tribes. They didn't roll up on unarmed settlers and rape and pillage them. Are you kidding me? So now Native Americans are bitching about their brutality? Well, once again, it was a war, and you got the L. So when we have all these Native American days, I cannot wait once again for when, when, when is Confederate Heroes Day? We lost the war. The Confederacy lost the war of northern aggression, as I like to call it. It seems that we got all of our statues taken down. We got to turn that around. We got to get Confederate Day. Native Americans were very peaceful, like BLM protests. George Floyd Park. They haven't said what they're going to rename it yet. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that. Look, I'm telling you right now. Oh, I'm going to write that in my predictions. There we go. There we go. Got to write this one down. Here's my prediction. 2022. George Floyd will get national holiday. You refuse to take that off, you are a racist. Just telling you. That, that, that's the way it will be done. My car was in the shop for a few days. I can walk to Sam's. I typically go to Costco. I begrudgingly brought a membership so I could get some groceries because somebody didn't like that. Uh, you, all, you know the natives were peaceful people, and it was all sunshine and lollipops. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware. I am totally aware of that. All right, before we get to the celebrity-ass death match, we do have jokes for today. The second joke is one of my all-time favorites now. Uh, what are the three words women hate while they're getting it on? Honey, I'm home. What do you call an abortion clinic in the hood? Crime stoppers. And the last one, what did Helen Keller get for Christmas? Cancer, because the bitch had everything else. Uh, Douglas says, yeah, natives were, were never violent. Scalping, not a thing. Bow and arrows were purely used for ceremonies only. So there you go. All right, now it is time. We haven't done this all week, so let's get to it, shall we? It is that time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Four. The one and only celebrity. Most bangable cartoon character. That's right. 
I have scoured the, the internet, cartoon networks, everywhere to find the most bangable cartoon character. And, and I'm sorry, ladies, they're mostly gals. They're all gals. Because I've never seen girls going around saying, oh, man, I really want to fuck Barney or George Jetson. No, that, that doesn't happen. No, no. Instead, though, we're going to talk about the bangable cartoon characters out there. All right, here we go. Our first matchup. My friend calls white colonizers. Haha. Should have seen her face when she came to my house where there's a bunch of white kids running around. Aladdin better be. <laughs> Aladdin not in there, sorry. First matchup, ladies and gentlemen. We have a battle of bunnies, if you will. The ever so hot and popular, big busted Jessica Rabbit taking on. Bugs Bunny's love interest in uh, that R. Kelly movie with Michael Jordan. Space Jam, that's the name of it. That's right. Lola Bunny. Jessica Rabbit versus Lola Bunny. Ask family. Who ya got? going to have to see if Lois Griffin is in this battle or not. The first one, though, is over. I mean, I, this is a beating. Jessica Rabbit moves on rather easily, as family. Next one up. Oh, boy. This one is going to be hot. We have Pocahontas. The Indian princess taking on the Little Mermaid herself, Ariel. Most bangable cartoon characters. Will it be Pocahontas or will it be Ariel? Ask family. Who ya got?
Oh, it's all for fun, people. Come on now. And Ariel has moved on over Pocahontas. Wow. Okay. Next one up. Oh boy, this is a ba- this is a battle of bedrock, if you will. I didn't put pebbles in there, so don't worry about it. We have Wilma Flintstone and that fire engine red hair taking on that sulcery minx from next door, Betty Rubble. Wilma Flintstone versus Betty Rubble. Ash family. Who? Yeah, got. have to stop this. Woo! Stop the fight. My God. I haven't seen a beating like that since Wilma Flintstone. Good Lord. Wilma got just tore up. Wow. Betty Rubble moves on with no problem at all. All right. No problem. Final matchup of the first round. Ask family, you ready for this one? We have Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, her invisible plane, her lasso of truth, taking on the girl that made spandex even hotter than the namesake of the man before her. I give you Batgirl. Wonder Woman versus Batgirl. Ask family, who ya? Got. Wonder Woman wins easily. So now we have to find out who will get on the mountain itself. In our first matchup, as family, we have Jessica Rabbit taking on Ariel, the little mermaid against a gal that was having sex with Roger Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit versus Ariel. Ask family, who ya got? 
sorry, Gale. They can't. Oh, she tried to make a comeback, Ariel did, but Jessica Rabbit was just too darn powerful. And she moves on and is a face. Ariel can hold her breath. How could you not want to fuck that? (laughs) All right. Final matchup of the first round. Here we go. To find out who is on the face of this Mount Rushmore. Will it be the lady that lived next door to the loudmouth Fred Flintstone? Will it be Betty Rubble? Or will it be Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman, Betty Rubble, ass family, who ya got? Ladies and gentlemen, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman moves on. Got to write this down. Wonder Woman moves on. Wonder Woman and Jessica Rabbit are already uh, faces on the Mount Rushmore of most bangable cartoon characters. Oh, don't worry, as family. The second round is far more difficult. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. You can hit me up on Mixler. Today is Cover Song Friday. We're going to play three. Here you go. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt I 
I wear this crown of thorns upon my liar's chair, full of broken thoughts I cannot repair. Beneath the stains of time, the feelings disappear. You are someone else. I am still right here. What have I become? My sweetest friend. Everyone I know goes away in the end, and you could have it all. My empire of dirt, I will let you down.
by Johnny Cash, which was a cover of a Nine Inch Nails song. Then we did Whitney Houston's I'll Always Love You, which is a cover of Dolly. Interesting story about that. There was another artist that almost recorded I Will Always Love You. And I can only imagine how amazing it would be. But that artist had a literal piece of shit for a manager and said, if my client records this, then my client gets half of the writing credentials for it, meaning his client would get paid for it. His client had no idea about this. 
By the way, that scumbag piece of shit was Colonel Tom Parker. You know, the guy that wouldn't let Elvis travel outside of America. Elvis wanted to do that song so badly, but that was Colonel Tom Parker and doing the business, and he never got to do it. Whitney Houston got to do it and did an amazing job with it. And the final song, the final song was Kalijah by Hank Williams Jr., and that was a cover of Kalijah by Hank Williams Sr. So there you go. Now, in the next set, I will give you the original artist right now. We have a song by The Doors. We have a song by Bob Seger. And we have a song from Simon and Garfunkel. That's all I'm saying right here, right now, because we have to get back to the show. So there you go. Just for said that Johnny Cash song is epic. It, great, great version of it. Arise says the king, yeah. I, I, I would love to have heard Elvis' version of I Will Always Love You. I imagine he would knock that shit clean out the park. But we never got to hear that because his manager. And isn't it kind of fitting that Tom Hanks is playing Colonel Tom Parker in a movie that's coming out? I think so. Uh, the national nightmare is finally over. They have, they have discovered... They've tested it, and they ran dental records because they found skull pieces and, and teeth. I don't know if they found all his teeth, but Brian Laundrie is no longer with us. Um, yeah, Dolly was a very smart businesswoman, but still is, still is, and she wasn't going to give up her writing credentials. And I don't blame her because that's one of the greatest songs she ever wrote, if not the greatest song she ever wrote. Pretty fucking amazing. Let's see this here. Uh, let's see. Where's your job? What the fuck is this? Registered sec- child sex offender hired by Illinois mayor to perform home inspections for the city. What a fucking wonderful story that is. Uh, back to Brian Laundrie. Uh, Chris and Roberta Laundrie led authorities to several items believed to have been belonging to their son. As remains were not immediately identifiable, they took them and searched them in a lamp. They found the skull fragments and, I guess, the teeth. I want to know all what they found. Because I'm with you, bratty kid. I don't think it's him. I think they might have yanked a few teeth out of his mouth and busted his head. And they put it in some water that was a lot higher than it was a a few days ago when they originally searched, when Dog the Bounty Hunter was out there. Actually, this is my working theory. This this is my working theory. Um, I think maybe his daddy got a little pissed off at him. Because I I, I think Mommy and Daddy, uh, they knew exactly where he was. And they're like, don't contact us. And I, I think that, that daddy might have gone off a little bit. And daddy might have gone too far. This is just my hypothesis. I'm not saying he did it. I'm not trying to slander the man. But it is kind of strange that the parents did lead the people right where he was. I was hoping you'd say the national issue of the former Vice President Joe Biden. Oh, I wish that nightmare was over, but not yet. Um, 
His parents found him. The, the media was all there. They texted back and forth with authorities. Authorities did the searching. They did the, uh, the DNA and all that kind of stuff, and dental, ma- dental records matched up and all this kind of stuff. If you've ever seen the movie with Helena Bonham Carter and uh, Steve Martin, it's not called Teeth. That's the movie where the girl had teeth in her vagina. That's a weird movie. Uh, I can't think of the name, but but if you've seen enough movies, you can you know how people can get around crime and stuff. Right now, we all have to believe that Brian Laundrie is dead. We can all hope that he suffered in his death due to the fact that he killed Gabby Petito. Her family hasn't come out and said anything yet about them finding him. I'm just glad that we don't have to hear about it anymore. Ghost in the says, again, why has this story been such a headline? Why? I don't know. Because the national media took off with it. Was it part of the national media? And this is all the media. This is not just left-wing media. Fox is all over it. All these right-wing media places are all over this story as well. What were we supposed to be watching? I say that for a lot of stories, but coronavirus, what were we supposed to be watching? Afghanistan. See, what happens is we pay attention to these kind of stories, and then all of a sudden we find out, oh, my God, there's a new bill in place that says if you run... Uh, your lights for more than two hours, you'll be charged two thousand extra dollars because we don't hear about it. And what 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 also Congress likes to do, and this is both the Republicans and the Democrats, they like to wait to vote on things on a Friday. Do you want to know why? Because the main news cycles are off. They wait until about Friday at about six p.m. their time, Eastern Standard Time, and they vote on these issues. And these issues pass, and they stay in, 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 in Congress, if you will, for a couple more hours till about 8 or 9 o'clock. Then they, li- they release the press release to where it's not out until Saturday morning. And most Americans are busy on the weekends. They have their kids take to soccer and baseball and Little League and football and doing all kinds of stuff and relaxing, and they don't turn the news on. And then all of a sudden, we, the people, we find out about this shit once it's too late, once the bill has been signed and it is in order, you hear about, oh, January 1st, you can no longer walk your duck across the street on a leash. Yes, there are certain states that have laws like that. And it's, that's the reason, Fred, why this has been a headline. It's for us to pay attention to this and get worked up over it. How many people have gone missing or are missing right now? that we don't have national search crews looking for. Look, I'm not trying to take away from Gabby Petito. I'm not. It's a horrible story. But what about all the other missing people that are out there? Why aren't we searching for them? Why isn't the media with them? It's an interesting take on things. Here's a story that uh, nobody's heard about, and it's... I've had it for the last two days, and nobody's even linked to me and said, hey, have you done this story yet? No, I haven't, and now I am. 
The American Civil Liberties Union of Hawaii is demanding demanding policy change after a 10-year-old black girl was arrested at school over a drawing linked to a run-of-the-mill dispute among children. The ACLU sent a letter to the Honolulu Police Department asking them to adopt a policy change, expunge all records of the arrest, and pay $500,000 in damage for harm and suffering caused by their agencies. In January 2020, a parent called the Hanawai Elementary School in Honolulu to complain about the drawing made by the girl and demanded the staff call police. When police arrived, the girl, who was only identified as NB, was handcuffed with excessive force. That's their words, not mine. The girl's mom, Tamara Taylor, said she was called to the school but was not allowed to see her daughter and was informed that the 10-year-old was handcuffed in front of the staff and her peers and placed in a squad car and taken away. My daughter and I are traumatized from the events. I, I still don't know what the, 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 the picture is. In the letter, the ACLU said the girl allegedly participated in a drawing of an offensive sketch of a student in response to that student bullying her. Days after the arrest, the girl told her mother she drew the picture, but several other students were involved in coloring and writing on it as well. The girl said she did not want the drawing delivered, but one of the other students snatched it from her hands and gave it to the kid anyway. Copy of the drawing or further details about what was depicted was not disclosed. CNN reached out to the elementary school, and they said, no, we aren't going to give it to you. What I would imagine is they probably showed the other kids or this girl standing over the lifeless body of another kid, beating the kid up. And yes, arresting a child for a drawing, a fucking drawing, a 10-year-old with handcuffs and in a squad car. (laughs) Now that they found the body of that Gabby killer, maybe dog can move back to Hawaii and handle this. We've heard stories like this before in schools about kids being handcuffed, taken away in police cars. There was a story about a 16-year-old black girl who was handcuffed. Now, 16 is a lot different than 10. A part of me, look, look I, I want the police to be safe, and I understand that handcuffing People on the side of the road, adults, is done not only for police's safety, but the assailant's safety as well. How does that work with a 10-year-old? 16, I, you and I can have a discussion. You can't really have a discussion with me about a 10-year-old. Now, if the 10-year-old is acting up and acting violent, I can imagine them restraining her. Didn't sound like that was happening. Otherwise, the police would have came out and said, no, she was going crazy. She was throwing shit all over the place. We had to, to, you know, hold her down. I don't care if the picture was the word saying, I'm going to fucking kill, insert girl's name here. It's a drawing, not an action, not an act of violence. 
agreed somewhat. Hang down, Jen. But let's put you in the position of the parent of the other child. Let's say that your son had a picture drawn of him saying, I'm going to kill Hangtown Jen's son. That might upset you. Maybe not to the point where you're going to arrest a 10-year-old. I can understand that. But see, here's the bigger point. The bigger point is, is that no parents were involved. No parents at all were involved in this. This was the school and the police. That's the part that that I'm having the most problem with. If this girl drew a sign that says, I'm going to kill this person, then wouldn't you call the parents first? Or at least call the parents down to say, hey, we have to call the police on this. Uh, Well, then I'm raising a shithead, aren't I? One who's obviously passing off another child to the point, pissing off another child uh, to the point of making that child hate him. No, I'm not getting, look, look, look. Kids are assholes. We all know that kids are assholes and they do asshole things. I'm not saying that your kid's an asshole. I'm saying all kids are assholes. My bigger point is, don't you want to be involved first rather than calling the police in on it? I don't know when kids started getting all these rights. I don't raise assholes. I raise a respectable young. I and I agree. I've met your your kids. You do. You do a great job. But kids are still assholes. All kids. Laying around mom and dad, they can be assholes. All I'm saying is that kids have all these rights, and, like, the police are getting involved with 10-year-olds. Why why aren't mom and dad involved? Maybe I could be wrong. Right, the kid says both my spawns are assholes. Agreed. 100%, I would have not called the police. No, and I don't think the police need to be called on a 10-year-old. Now, if the 10-year-old shows up and they're firing off a gun at school, then I am calling the police. I ain't going to call her parents. She's bringing a gun. But that's different than drawing a picture. We've gotten so sensitive in this country over pictures. I mean, honestly, we can't even joke at the airport about having a bomb or a gun. You'll get arrested for that. Now, there are certain points where I, I think that's okay, that, that maybe you sit them down and talk to people about that, but to arrest them for saying, oh, I have a bomber's jacket, you can get in trouble for saying that in an airport. Let me take off my bomber's jacket. Yes, you're being an asshole. Should you be arrested? Probably not. And look, man, I, I am in favor of law enforcement. I am a big proponent of law enforcement. But... Also, I'm in favor of our society taking a step back and looking at ourselves in the mirrors and saying, our little 8, 9, 10-year-old selves would kick our asses because at 8, 9, and 10, we were all tougher than we are today. This country is full of nothing but a bunch of frady cats. That's all we are right now. And by the way, the rest of the world is noticing
we kick people off of airplanes for shirts. It might say something dirty on there. This, we, this, this is the part that I hate about our, our silly, and silly is too light of a word to use, our pussified country. I'm offended by that. Get rid of that. Well, don't look at it, fucker. How about that? How about you take some personal responsibility and not look at my shirt if it offends you? I don't look at shit that offends me, and really nothing offends me, but I'm not going to watch gay porn. A, I'm not gay, and B, I think it's gross. There you go, I said it. But hey, if gay people want to watch porn, more power to them. If somebody wants to wear a shirt that says, fuck George W. Bush, go ahead and let them. I'll choose not to probably talk to that person or even look at their shirt. I'll never forget when I was at uh, Aftershock. I've seen the two most offensive shirts in my entire life, and I'm a person that wears offensive shirts. But the two that got me both were at Aftershock, different Aftershocks. The first one was the first Aftershock I ever went to. Missed Limp Biscuit by a day, and I was pissed about that. Um, we saw a group of guys couple maybe one girl in there and they were of the hateful white people race that's out there the Aryans if you will and you could see swastika tattoos and you saw all kinds of stuff right dudes wearing a shirt and it was at that time where the got milk franchise was was being stolen from everything else you know got titties got this got that this guy's wearing a shirt that says got slaves I couldn't believe it. And I saw it, and you know what? I didn't look at it again because, A, I didn't want to get into conflict with that guy because those people are known for their large groups of people jumping on one person. I didn't want anything to do with that. The other shirt I saw was at one of the last Aftershocks I was at. Some fucking band up front. I don't know what the band was, some super hardcore metal band. And on the back, it says, Jesus is a cunt. I thought to myself, wow, boy, there's somebody who doesn't like God. Okay. There's somebody that's not very religious. But, hey, they're wearing that shirt. And nobody said anything to them. They're an aftershock. You can get away with that kind of stuff. But these are the kind of people that wear that stuff out in the public. And how far can you go? I saw it. I saw it on a couple different people. And here's what I would have done if I saw them in a public place like a mall or a grocery store. I would have done absolutely nothing. It's not my place to say, excuse me, can you explain your got slave shirt? I know exactly what they mean by that. What my job is at the grocery store is to buy groceries. See, but we don't live in this world anymore. We live in the world where we have to be politically active and make our statements and go, God damn you for wearing that shirt. It's not my business. Now, if the 
manager of the mall comes up to somebody who's wearing a Jesus is a cunt shirt, and that manager of the mall wants those people kicked out of the mall, they have every right. There's a great story that's coming out of the state of Texas right now about this, and this is going to be an interesting one. And I'd like to know what y'all think about this. School officials in Texas have forced a nine-year-old boy to serve in-school suspension for a month because he has long hair. School district bans boys from wearing long hair. And now... Some students are suing. Fuck, this is in the Washington Post. They're not going to let me look at this story. Oh, they will right here. Okay. School officials forced the boy. Boy identified as AC in court documents is one of seven students suing in Texas school district for what they call discriminatory policy that requires boys to wear short hair. The ACLU of Texas filed the federal lawsuit, blah, blah, blah. The ages 7 to 17 Legit district's policy prohibiting boys from wearing long hair is based on gender stereotypes that violate the Constitution. We have warned the district repeatedly that its gender-based hair policy violates the Constitution. I don't know where it does that. Um... Denies their right to a public education free from discrimination. The rule requires that male students' hair must be no longer than the bottom of a dress collar shirt, bottom of the ear, and out of the eyes. Now, let me see something real quick. Let me just do this. Uh, You know what's so funny? That was the same rules that I had to go by when I was in school, in high school. Brady Kiss says, I agree with it, cut your fucking hair. School is retarded, no different than a girl's bra strap being exposed for fuck's sake. Well, let's sit down and let's have a conversation. This is a public school after all, and you have to go there, deem the public. Now, now let me go over, what my dress code was at a public school in the same exact state 31 years ago. Boys couldn't have long hair. Boys had to shave. All boys had to be cleanly shaven. Clean shaven. You could not wear shorts to school, boys or girls. Girls could wear skirts, but not shorts. Boys had to wear pants, long pants the entire time. And you were not allowed to wear concert T-shirts, whether it be a Reba McIntyre T-shirt or a Judas Priest T-shirt. You could no longer wear concert T-shirts to school. You could not have any kind of haircut that disrupted the learning process. I faced that when my sophomore year in high school. 
there was only one new rule when I was a senior, and that was the no concert T-shirts. Up until my senior year, you could wear concert T-shirts to school. Now, I think that since then they have changed those. I know kids at South Garland High right now can wear shorts, and I believe that's bullshit because I didn't get to wear shorts. Um, child, if you have a problem with school district's policy, you should take it up with your parents. They picked your home and thus your district. You want long hair? Go to a more liberal school district. Oh, wait, you can't because you're a fucking child. Rules are rules. Pull up your shirt. Don't let your bra show. Fucking horse. Uh, fucking hippie gets a haircut. My female spawn says, I body shamed her for making her wear a dress. Ooh, Alec Ball. Oh wow, this is breaking news here. Hold on. Before we get to this, let, let's let's get to this. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Thank you, by the way, Triple T. He has tweeted this out, uh, Alec Baldwin, after shooting a couple people on a movie set. He says, There are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Hala. Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours, I am fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred. And two, I am also in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. Shooting a movie is no longer available. Um, okay, so the parents at this time were mostly okay with those rules, and their taxes pay to fund schools. I'm of the opinion of if the overwhelming majority of parents are fine with it, then let them. Doesn't change the curriculum. Absolutely. Does not change the curriculum. So here's the deal. Once again, I support, it, that, that, and I'm going to sound like an old fuddy-duddy here, but just hear me out. And saying the words fuddy-duddy makes me sound old as well. And now I've said it twice. If you want your kid to be able to wear a blue mohawk to school, if you want your kid to be able to wear long hair to school, then this is what you have to do. You have to go to school board meetings. You have to get up there and give your point maybe four, maybe five, maybe six times. Okay? And then you have to hope and pray that the school board is listening to you to enact what things you would like to see happen. And by the way, if they don't, then you need to try harder the next time. I fully support people that want to change dress code rules and things like that. Fully. Fully support them wanting to change that. That's the American way. That's what we do. But we don't just allow kids to have long-ass hair and go to school. We don't let that happen. We don't let them wear offensive shit to school. We didn't let boys wear shorts to school. Just because we disagreed with their policy. Because once the policy is set, then it's set. And then you are breaking said rules. 
I didn't like, I hated the fact that I had to wear jeans and pants to school every fucking day. Do you know how hot that was? And we started school the last week of August. You know how fucking hot that was? But we followed the rules. Otherwise, we were sent home. You know how many times I saw classmates because my facial hair decided to stick around inside until I was about 18? Do you know how many boys at my school were sent down to the nurse's office to get a single-bladed Bic razor and do a dry shave to get rid of what stubble they had on their faces? It happened at least two or three times a week in one of my classes. I was singled out in front of the cafeteria for the flat top haircut that I was wearing because it was about three inches tall. And I was told that that has to be cut and look normal by Monday or I shouldn't come to school. Told my dad about it. You know what my dad did? My dad didn't throw a fucking fit and go, oh, my God, your First Amendment rights. All your amendments are being distorted. No, no. He took me to the Texas Barber College, and we cut that shit down. On Monday, the next Monday, my dad walked into school with me to the principal's office in front of all my friends and said, is this okay? But you see... The reason why these rules are in place and rules don't get changed is because parents don't have the time to do it or really the inclination to go out and do it. Why? Because it's hard. I don't want to go to a fucking school board meeting. Chicago PD is on. That would be an excuse used in my household. By me? It's hard to get things changed. It's hard to get things done in this country. And that's why it's such a reward when you do, because you did the heavy lifting. Instead of just saying, well, my kid's going to have a blue mohawk and go to school and I'll be damned. School ain't going to let your fucking kid in. If you try to drop that kid off, guess what? They're going to fucking trespass his ass, and now y'all are going to have to find a whole different school district to go to. Good job. Um, let's see. Reportedly, Baldwin wanted to help the husband but wasn't sure how to go about it. Quote, I'll give it a shot. Uh... Or wives who don't allow their husbands to wear cheetah tracksuits. Fuck that shit. I'm wearing a damn cheetah cheetah jack tracksuit. I may think it's a dumb rule, uh, but part of growing up is learning to navigate society and rules. It's part of life. I think uncomfortable rules like hair codes and dress codes are a part of the learning process. If we give in now, imagine adults will create. Ones who can't conform, won't follow rules, and generally feel entitled to greatness. Yes, you are absolutely right. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. You are raising adults. Let's say that you just send your kid willy-nilly. Once again, old man here. 
to school with the long hair, and they, they, they'll be damned if they're going to change their hair. They didn't learn anything from it. They got their way. And then they go into the workplace, and you have a workplace. And let's say your kid's really, really good at baseball, and your kid's dream is to play for the New York Yankees. And your kid shows up, and he has long hair and maybe a scruffy beard. New York Yankees are going to go, well, you're a pretty good player, but uh, to play for the Yankees, you got to cut that hair and shave that beard. Well, I didn't have to do it in high school, so I'm not going to do it here. Well, Caitlin, you are no longer going to play for the New York Yankees. We'll release you. That's their policy. That's real world shit there. If I'm lying, I'm dying. The New York Yankees do not allow long hair, and they do not allow facial hair. Deal with it. And and I can hear the people screaming out now, what's stupid? Oh, far be it for me to argue what is and isn't stupid in this world, because I think pretty much everything is stupid. But okay, you think that's stupid. That's great. Buy the Yankees in. You change the policy. That's all you got to do. It's real easy. Buy the New York Yankees and change their policy. If it's so dumb and it's so, so easy, just do that. It's one thing about the Yankees I respect. That and their, them winning and the great players they've had. I respect that they do have a code amongst their players. The team has this code, and you're supposed to represent the New York Yankees by being clean-shaven and having an appropriate haircut. Don't care if you're winning or losing. They don't care either. You're a representation. You're a representative of the New York baseball Yankees. God bless them. Because, you see, when we don't have rules and things like that set up, do you know what happens? It's shit like Portland that happens. Uh, let's see. Um, a militant from Seattle's autonomous zone has been sentenced for an attempted attack on Trump supporters in Florida. He threatened to kidnap or injure pro-Trump protesters. Uh, I guess he sent him emails with pictures of things he was going to do. He's There's a picture of him uh, with a sniper rifle shooting. Alan, D- Daniel Allen Baker, uh, an Army veteran turned Syrian militia member who attempted to rally far-left activists to surround pro-Trump supporters with guns at the Florida State Capitol in January, was sentenced last week to 44 months in jail, followed by three years of federal supervision. This is what we allow. We allow people like this in the world. Hangtown Jen, you should be happy with average. I have one of the worst teams in baseball. They won 100 games this year. The Rangers won 100 games. That's it. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. They, lo- they won 62 games, 61 games. They lost 101.
Morning, Arnie. Beautiful rainy day uh, here. Didn't Billy Martin have facial hair? They will allow some mustaches, but they you have to. Don Mattingly had a mustache. They'll allow a mustache on the team. Ron Guidry had a mustache. Goose Gossage had to shave part of his mustache, but no beards. Fucking Braves. Oh, goddamn, the Braves are one game away from the World Series, and they're going back to Atlanta. And the Dodgers have no pitching left. Cry me a river. He did what? Jesus, send this guy to Guantanamo. This is what we allow, though. We allow this kind of shit to happen when we say, hey, um, don't worry about cutting your hair in high school. It's just a silly rule. Three months in jail, and yet people are still being held for walking into a building in D.C. Well, he just surrounded people with guns. He didn't shoot anybody. But, yes, I understand your point. It is all craziness going on. All craziness all the time. The United States of America. By the way, shipping costs. You ready for this? If you wanted to ship a container to California from Asia, so, you know, one of them big 18-wheeler deals that you see on the back of 18-wheelers and you see them on these, these shipping container boats. In 2020, the cost of shipping from to California from Asia cost $3,800. So that's one of them big old fucking tankers, right? $3,800. Today's cost, $17,000. It's gone up almost 500%. Hmm. By the way, by, I, I'm just wondering, in 2020, who was the president? Oh, that's Donald. That's right, Donald Trump is president. But I'm sure this is his fault somehow. This is the this is the right wing's fault somehow that shipping costs have spiked to seventeen thousand dollars a container. Shipping to the East Coast is even more expensive, with rates reaching twenty thousand dollars. And by the way, with all the backup and all that kind of shit happening, guess what? It's going to go up even more. Get ready for it. I'd hate to see what it costs to ship something internationally now. Holy shit. Say hello to rapid price inflation, guys. Stock up on everything while you can. Well, you can stock up on everything while you can, or you can just buy American. Who knows? Maybe this will be a resurgence in American-made products. I doubt it. And, and the reason why I doubt it, it's a good way to think. And I've, I, look, I, I didn't come up with that on my own. I've seen the, the memes on there. I've seen the memes all over social media about American-made products. Here's the thing. American-made products are a lot more expensive. 
In some cases, they're a whole lot better, so you're paying for quality. But now, the shit that's being made here, and not everything, like Gatorade bottles and stuff, they, they expect that shit from overseas to make Gatorade bottles and things like that. Or any kind of bottles, because we have a, sh- uh, a short in, in that. But um, wait until these companies like Gatorade or Coca-Cola are forced to use American-made bottles. And talk about inflation. I mean, you remember back in the day when you'd go to a, a, a vending machine and get a Coke for 50 cents? If it was in bottle, it was like a dollar. Nobody wanted to go to the dollar ones. But now that's all you got are dollar ones. And they ain't even a dollar anymore. Now it's like three fifty for a fucking bottle of Coke. And I ain't talking about the cane. I'm talking about the cola. Foreign equals tariffs and shipping equal more cost. American unions and regulations equal more cost. Big difference. Well, yeah. And look, look. I still think American-made stuff has a better quality, too, if you look at a lot of the shit. Compared to shit made in China, I would say American stuff is made better, and that's where the unions and regulations are going to come in, and it's going to cost more. Yeah. Uh, The borrowed economic time we've been living on is quickly running out. I agree. Oh, absolutely. Especially with what's in office right now. Tell you that right here, right now. Uh, All right, here we go. Let's do this, shall we? Uh, It is that time once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for Celebrity. 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 Bangable Part 2 That's right, we went through the first round and we found that the most bangable characters so far are Jessica Rabbit and Wonder Woman. They are on the Mount Rushmore already and now it is time for round two to see who joins them. Let's get it on! All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Agreed. As a guitar player, I can attest to China being junky crap for the most part. You're not wrong with shipping costs. As freight broke, I can confirm everything is fucked. There you go. Uh, All right. In our first matchup, ass family, whoa, Nelly. Well, this one is going to be a big one here. We have the girls of Scooby-Doo. Simply put, Velma with her horn-rimmed glasses and brown outfit, taking on what looks to be that whore Daphne in her purple and pink and looking at Fred's ascot. Velma versus Daphne, ask family who ya got.
my God, it came down to the last vote. And Velma, Velma moves on. Oh, my God. Daphne the whore is kicked out of the mystery machine. Wow. Next matchup. We have a battle of gals here that, woof, these are going to be hot. One's name is Lois Griffin, and she is from Family Guy. And what that show shows her doing is pretty dirty. But is she as dirty as George and Jane's little girl, Judy Jetson? Oh, I'm telling you, Judy Jetson does shit in the future that we never did in the past. I'm just telling you. So we got Lois Griffin against daughter Judy. Lois Griffin Judy Jetson, ass family, who ya got? Meg is gross, Stackar. would have voted for Judy, but that's me. Lois Griffin moves on. I always thought I always thought daughter Judy was a whore. But that's just me. In our next matchup, we have the Snow Queen herself, Miss Cold Elsa, taking on a woman who gets smurfed in the smurfed, and then they smurfed all over her smurfs. We have the blonde-haired Smurfette, Elsa versus Smurfette, ass family, who ya got? Smurfette just smurfed Elsa. 
And our final, final pick. Here we go, ass family. We have got that horrible, evil, mean, poison ivy taking on Catwoman. Poison ivy versus Catwoman. Ass family, who you got? was a no-brainer Catwoman all the way. So now we have to find out who goes up on that glorious mountain with Jessica Rabbit and Wonder Woman. In our first matchup, will it be that closeted minx herself Velma from (laughs) Scooby-Doo? Raggy. (laughs) Or will it be the red-headed firecracker herself, Lois Griffin, Velma, Lois, ass family, who ya got? Final one. Oh, boy, this one's going to be a hoot. We have that little, and I mean little, she's going to make your manhood look huge. When you pull that out and she smurfs all over it, I'm talking about that blonde-headed, and I don't know if the carpets match the drapes on her, but I'm talking about Smurfette taking on round, round, meow, Catwoman. Smurfette versus Catwoman in the most bangable cartoon characters. Ask family who ya got.
ladies and gentlemen, just like that, Smurfette is gone. And Catwoman moves on. So, the Mount Rushmore is set. We will just have to figure out what the actual order is between Jessica Rabbit, Wonder Woman, Lois Griffin, and Catwoman. That will come up at the end of the show today. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Here you go. More covers.
song You think about the woman The girl you knew the night before But your thoughts will soon be wandering The way they always do When you're riding 16 hours There's nothing much to do
357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Well, there you go. Happy birthday, Hot Mama. She sent me a text on Covers Day saying, can you please play The Sound of Silence? Now, I know that there are a lot of people that don't like that, that version. And that was not the original Simon and Garfunkel song that I was going to play. It actually was not. No, this is what I was going to play. Now, the thing is, I like both versions. I do like The Sound of Silence done by Disturbed. I thought they did a good job with it. I love the Lemonheads version of Mrs. Robinson. This just means that next Friday we'll have to do yet another cover version Friday. And it's Hot Mama's birthday, and Hot Mama is an old-school-ass family member, and if I can do something to make her birthday a little bit better, as I would do for any ass family member to make their birthday better, as you guys have made my birthdays spectacular, I will do so. So there you go. Uh, all right. Hang Down Jen says, happy, happy birthday, Hot Mama. I hope you have a wonderful day filled with love and cake. Now, I got this text message. I got this message from Alicia. She sent it to me over Instagram. She's supposed to be sending us some sourdough, but we still haven't seen that yet. But hopefully it'll be here today. Um, she had to fill these questionnaires out. These are questionnaires that Kaiser is now asking again their employees who have filed a religious exemption for the COVID vaccine. And she goes on to say, and I'm going to read these questions. She says, Title VII is meant to put your employer on notice, and they are obligated to give you employee accommodations within reason. This is a huge overreach. California, they take it a step further, and you aren't allowed to ask questions about it. I've already filed with the Civil Rights Division of the Department of Justice, as well as the Equal Opportunity uh, Employment Commission, as well as American Frontline Doctors and other private entities going after Kaiser. These are the questions that you're filling. And, and by the way, I would like... I would like this. I would like to fill one of these out myself and send it in. Question number one. What else besides COVID-19 vaccine do you refuse to put in your body as a result of religious belief? Well, that would probably be a penis. So I would I would answer penis. Question two. Do you believe that fetal stem cells are in the COVID-19 vaccine that you would receive? My answer would be How big of a fucking shot is this? Question three. If a COVID-19 vaccine contained no fetal stem cells, would you be able to receive it in light of your religious beliefs? If not, why? I'd still like to know my answer. It would be, I'd like to know why you're injecting me with fetuses. I'm a man. Question four. Have you ever taken another vaccine or medication as an adult? Please answer yes or no. We're not asking you to tell us what medications you have taken or why you took them. If so, answer, none of your fucking business that I'm addicted to Tylenol. Question. If you have taken other vaccines or medications, knowing that they involve the use of fetal stems in some way, please explain why removing or receiving them did not violate your sincerity, uh, sincerely held religious belief. 
because I didn't know. That would be it right there for me. Next question. If you have taken other vaccines or medications but do not know whether they involve the use of fetal stem cells in any way, what in any way? I don't even know what's in Dr. Pepper. Describe anything you did before taking them to find out whether they involve the use of fetal stem cells in any way. Did taking them violate your sincerely held religious belief? I got I got it from the pharmacist. If not, why not? If so, why are you willing to violate your belief as them, but not to the COVID-19 vaccine? Wow, this, is, this seems a little invasive. What other medical practices or pharmaceutical products do you refuse based on your religious beliefs about fetal stem cells? I will answer it. As a man, I will never receive an abortion. If you have additional information you would like to submit in your support, your request for exemption, please provide it here. Wow. Boy, that's not invasive as shit. And she goes on to say, hold on, I want to read the rest of what she, she just said. Um, I just filled out a ton of applications for positions they're looking for to fill in Kaiser because they're needing more nurses in the ER unit, medical surgery units, tele-units, cardiac units, ICU and labor and delivery. They're literally hurting the very people they are serving with this. The same can be said for, and, and, and Alicia, I'm sorry. I, I, I think that's horrible that you have to fill something like that out. It is invasive as fuck. And they're doing this to heroes, people we considered heroes about 16 months ago that were working the front lines, not getting days off, not getting hardly any time off, battling this pandemic cold. And now we're forcing them along with first responders out. I stand up for for everybody's freedoms in this country. Whether you take the vaccine or you do not take the vaccine, that is your personal freedom that the government should not be able to tell you what to and not to take. We are going to make cities far less safe because we won't have enough police, we won't have enough firefighters, and we won't have enough doctors and nurses. Then what? I'm waiting. Then what? If you think that America could survive with less police and less firefighters, less paramedics, less nurses, less doctors, less airline pilots, less flight attendants, you are sadly Sadly mistaken. I never, ever believed that this vaccine would work. Well, honey, why'd you take it then? I took it because I want to travel. I have a little card now that says I'm good. Now, that might not seem like a big thing to you, but to tell me 
look, look, as a country, what happened to us last year is so un-American. They told us to stay home. I want you to think about that. They grounded you to your house. They closed businesses. Businesses that had been started generations before that helped people achieve this thing that we used to look forward to, the American dream of making our own way in this country. And the government at that time, it was all state governments because states' rights, the Tenth Amendment once again. They were the ones that decided this. Shit shut down here in the state of Texas. When we first moved here, I'll tell you this right now. I had a major, major bout of depression, and I am still upset about it, and I'm still embarrassed about it. I'll never, she'll find out right here, right now about it. But when Braddy Kidd and I first came here to look at houses, it was right when the pandemic hit and everything was closed. I didn't want to stay in the fucking hotel room all day. I wanted to go out. I wanted to go to the malls. I wanted to visit my hometown. My hometown was shut down, and I didn't know what, I, I honestly didn't know how to react. I was beside myself. And she put up with it, and she's a trooper for it. It was hard as fuck. And that's when I realized what they're asking us to do is not American. We don't stay home. We don't close up shop. We stopped going to football games. Kids didn't have high school football games. That's not American. We were being ruled by iron fists all around this country, saying, shut down. You cannot go out. Now, you first responders, you police, and you firefighters, and you nurses, you can't have any time off. You have to work. And now that there's some sort of vaccine out there, well, you people, you have to get this vaccine. That way, the rest of the country will feel safe. Uh, did we not feel safe with the first responders and the nurses and doctors not having the vaccine when there was no vaccine? Was anybody worried about it then? Uh, I got to say no. And now what they're asking people to fill out, they want you to explain. You're, you're being questioned on your religious beliefs. Something, by the way, you have a God-given right to in this country. At least you used to. But now you have to explain them. That doesn't sound like America to me. And yes, Jen, I wish there was a stronger word than invasive. That seems to sugarcoat it. That's an understatement. So there you go. That's what's happening right now to people who work in healthcare. Thank you, Alicia, not only for what you do, but for sending me that to where I could go over it and make fun of it because it is stupid. And I'm sorry that you have to fill shit like that out. I have to admit, I took COVID pretty serious for the first three weeks. Then I saw the numbers at 99.7%. Then I thought, what the fuck? This is a goddamn cold. Yep. 
The fact that there are so many ER nurse positions looking to fill, this also includes Sutter, should say something to the fact that there are professionals in the field that don't want the vaccine. It's immoral over invasive. Yeah, that's a better word. It, it is immoral. It is. It's it it, it, it it's bullshit. It, that's the best word that I can use to describe it. And I'm sorry, I have a better vocabulary than that. But I'm going to be passionate about this. This is absolute bullshit. If people want to take the vaccine, they can take the damn vaccine. And that's fine. I did because I want to travel. And I'm telling you right now, this will all end up going away. It will. Look what's happening in the air industry. Airlines industry, I'm sorry. Both Southwest and American, two companies based in Texas, where freedom is alive and well, said, look, we, we, we aren't going to put people on leave. They can work. Now, new employees, they have to show up. Okay, hey, that's your requirement to work there. Okay, but you can't fire people that are there already. It's brutal. The world is a brutal, brutal, unfair place. Life Ain't Fair and the World's Mean is more than just a Serge Simpson song. It is the truth. Some of this falls in that, but not most of it. Funny this country fought so hard to eliminate segregation, yet the government is now creating it again by the way of defunding the vaccine and removing the non-vaccinated from public workplaces. It's turned segregating us. Yeah, it... Look, segregation is back, like it or not, whether it's vaccinated people or unvaccinated people, whether it's white people, whether it's black people. We've allowed segregation to come back in. And get ready. I'm just going to let you know right now that Jim Crow laws are going to go into effect, but in the opposite way. There will be places in this country, as a white human being, you can no longer go into. Mark. My fucking words. And it won't be because you're using your noggin that you're not going to go into, I don't know, a, a, a Tex, uh, Tejano bar because, and, and then bitch about them not speaking English because you're going to get the shit beat out of you. See, you have that choice now. Pretty soon that choice will be taken away from you too. That you can only be of this to go in here. We're seeing it happen at colleges already, and it will spread its way into the real world. I uh, just saw this article that in, uh, interviewed Ventura County nurses. It was interesting take. Uh, I'll look at that later. <laughs> Jim Crow laws won't happen. It'll be Jim Siegel laws. Yeah, I, I bet you're right. I saw some nurses talking about how they got fired for being unvaccinated. But they're getting nurses through staffing agencies. The staffing agencies don't require the nurses to be vaccinated. Also, the National Guard doesn't have to be vaccinated until next year. But they're helping in hospitals, too. Well, we'll see how long that goes. It's Friday. It's near the end of the show. Let's have a little bit of fun before we call it a a, a week, shall we? We have a story about how Quentin Tarantino... Wants to make a comedy. So we've all been hearing for the last year and a half that Quentin Tarantino has only got one more movie to make. He said he's only going to make ten. He's at nine now. 
He was at the Rome Film Festival where he was given the Lifetime Achievement Award. And they asked him, he says he wants to make a comedy. He's thinking about making a spaghetti western in which everybody's speaking a different language. I don't really believe that to be true. I, I, whatever he does, I'll see it, and I hope, it, I hope it's his true masterpiece. And I think it will be. But that's what Tarantino's doing. And can you imagine a comedy by Quentin Tarantino? How fucked up that shit will be? Mm-hmm. There is already Dick Crow places like Oberlin College with safe dorms for trans women. Yes, oh yes, because they don't want any cisgender men in there installing heaters. God forbid that happen. Or you, you know what? This is the way you can avoid the world. Here, here's a great way to avoid the world. The Royal Caribbean is launching a 274-night ultimate world cruise. The cruise would visit 65 countries, including Brazil, China, and Morocco. It's set to leave on December 10th, 2023. Wait, you're telling me Pulp Fiction isn't a comedy? I know, right? The starting price is $61,000. You are, That's like eight months, dude. Uh, that almost nine months that you were on a cruise ship. Boy, I don't think I could do that. I, 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 I think that there'd be all kind of. This is going to be a bad idea. Glorious bastards had a lot of jumer. <laughs> Two hundred and seventy-four nights. His movies are already comedy. Dave Chappelle for a lead role. I'd love to see Chappelle in a Tarantino movie. <laughs> Chappelle plays a transgender. <laughs> How great would that be? Quentin Tarantino, if you do this, I want some credit. Dave Chappelle is the lead character in a movie about transgender murderers. Isn't that also only uh, an inside cabin? Let's see. Uh, the, that's the starting price is sixty-one grand. Uh, it has thirteen decks, a mini golf course, an arcade, rock climbing. Uh, Sixty-one thousand dollars is for a person in an interior stateroom. Rising to sixty-five thousand dollars for an ocean view stateroom. $79,000 for a balcony, and a junior suite starts at $112,000 per person. Wow. $112,000 to be on the road for nine months. Wow. God, that sounds horrible. You're going to be jumping off the side trying to escape after two weeks, right? Uh, adios, Ogre. Have a great weekend, my friend. So, no windows at 60K, LOL. Yeah, no, no, you got an interior room then. 
Have you done uh, a uh, Mount Rushmore of greatest skit characters? No, I haven't. I have to look into that. Yeah, this this sounds awful. They, they, look, man, you can all, and, and you have to. I wonder, do you have to keep the same table for nine months? Like you have to sit with the same people because if you've ever been on a cruise, you get dinner, and you got to go at their certain time, and you sit with the same people. Fuck that. They better have lots and lots of high-speed internet on that fucking boat. Because I'm just telling, I'm, I, I, I'm going to need something to, to, to ease my mind. I, there's no way. No way. Kale says, that's more than I paid for my fucking house. But all meals are included. I tell you what, though, if I were to ever go on this cruise, my sobriety would be broken. This is the only way I could do it is getting hammered as shit and throwing up over the side. No thank you. No thank you at all to that. There's a joke about the cruise ship DJ for nine months somewhere in there. Fuck that guy. I'm killing him because you know the movie, the music he picks is going to suck. Okay, for all you people that have seen Squid Games, I don't know what it is. I've only seen, like, bits of it and, like, the thing that Saturday Night Live did. So I guess there is a, uh, there's a giant girl doll that's a part of Skid, Squid Games and, like, she blinks at you and you die or some shit. Well, they have a new alarm clock out, the Squid Game alarm clock. The doll looks the same, and instead of an alarm going off, it shoots pellets at you. Um, if you really want to get the Korean drama spirit, shop our Squid Game-inspired Halloween costumes. It's going to cost about $40 for this. Wait, hold on. I, there we go. Turns her head and oh goddamn! Hell yeah! Knock that shit off the damn table. Good Lord Almighty! I don't want an alarm clock that shoots shit at me. The red light, green light chick. Yeah, that one. Fuck that! I, I hate my alarm clock to begin with. I don't want it shooting stuff at me. But hey, if you're a big fan of the Squid Games, and I know some people are. There you go. That that great Christmas gift right there. Oh, man. Now, this is the last normal story I have. The last two stories I'm reading today are fucking weird. I mean, this one is pretty weird. But the last two, holy shit, man. Let, 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 let's just let, let's give the man his due right here, shall we? Let, let's have him do it. Holy shit! But that's the stories after this one. An Alabama inmate got an x-ray for some reason, and it's shown that he swallowed a shotgun shell after a prison body scammer picked up the thing in his stomach. The sheriff's office said in a Facebook post the man had been arrested elsewhere in the county. 
and the shell in his stomach was found when he walked through a body scanner. He was seen by medics. I mean, what's he going to do with this? Is he going to shit it out and, like, just bang it on the ground or something? Before getting arrested, we recommend potential inmates avoid swallowing a shotgun shell prior to their visit. The shell was from a 410 shotgun, although it was not clear what the shell was uh, shell was swollen. Uh, prisoners are sometimes found to be carrying drugs inside of them when they check in. Never a shotgun shell. When our staff saw it, they said, he has to go to the hospital. We speculated it had drugs in it, but we really don't know. They haven't, they haven't reported what was in there. My God. V. Coop says reading that x ray was a blast. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I gave Squid Game a very positive review. Arnie, if you watch the first episode all the way through, you'll know if you want to watch the rest. Okay, I might. Hey, I got, I, look, man, I got to catch up on Law and Order from last night. I, I got Chicago PD from the other night I still ain't watched yet. So I, I got to catch up on some stuff. But now it's time for the disturbing stories of the week. I'll do this first one. This is fucking gross. If you thought that you were close with your siblings, you are not. This is a story about a pair of siblings from Glasgow, Scotland, Daisy Drew and her brother, Sean Austin. They are good kids because they want to take care of their parents. And they said, you know what? With our earnings, we are going to pay off our parents' mortgage. You see, her brother started this in 2019. He joined OnlyFans. And he wanted to make money that way. He's a guy who's in shape, all this kind of bullshit. And he talked to his sister and said, you got to join. This is an easy, great way to make money. It took her a year, but she signed up for it as well. She returned home in March of 2021, and she said to her parents, hey, I'm doing OnlyFans. Parents gave them their blessing as long as they were being safe. Here's the weird part. Is that they don't have other people helping them do their photographs. That's right, the brother and sister happily and proudly film each other's saucy content. So if sister is diddling and showing off her butthole, the person filming that would be her brother and vice versa. 
if he is filming and diddling his butthole, the person filming it will be his sister. I think this is far, far more of a better sound effect. They've raked in over 2 million pounds selling their sexy content and now living in a luxurious London apartment. Although they've never filmed explicit content together, Daisy says it's helpful having Sean around to help her shoot pictures. He's shooting pictures, not loads. Dot, dot, dot. Yet. That, that, that's beyond nasty. I, 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 look, we all know that I don't get along that well with my sisters. The last thing I'd ever want to do is go, hey, Patty, would you mind taking pictures of my balls for my, my content online on my OnlyFans page? I can't seem to get the right angle. I, I said Scotland, not West Virginia, Scott. I know that's strange. Well, see, they don't film content with each other. That would be probably be the West Virginia one. That's fucking terrible. Christopher says, yet? Yeah, yeah, I said it. Our final story is even worse. You're like, Arnie, Arnie how, how can it get worse? Well, I'm going to tell you. This is a woman from Wakefield, West Yorkshire. What is wrong with people in fucking Great Britain? Maybe that's the cure to prayer relationship. Well, I ain't taking it. I'm sorry. I'm not taking that one. You're going to have to give me one of them COVID sign-up sheets and ask me a bunch of questions before I take that fucking vaccine. Um... This woman says she has cemented a relationship with her sons, Riley 6, Milo 5, that will be unbreakable. And how did she do that? Well, it's simple. This mother of a 5- and 6-year-old still breastfeeds her children. Really? Really? The mom of two admits she does receive negative comments from strangers and even family members who question if her way of children behave is anything to do with them still being breastfed. Uh, uh, let, let, let me just say, that, that's fucked up. She lives in Yorkshire. Uh, no, uh-uh. My eldest wouldn't ask for it when we're out because he knows other people will see, but when we're behind closed doors, my youngest is confident. Just just stop. Just uh, you, Look, look I, I don't know any of the rules of breastfeeding. 
I just know that once a kid is old enough to, I don't know, tie his own shoe, he probably shouldn't still be on the tit. That's just me, though. Once again, just me. The kid can ride a bicycle. He shouldn't be getting fucking anything straight off the tap. Go for that fucking bottled shit. V. Coop says there's a 100% chance she takes her son's virginity. What, again? Christopher's got the throw-up emoji. At what point does this become child abuse? The fuck is wrong with people? Oh, it's in Africa sometimes? The only nutrients? No, 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 no. No, this ain't Africa. If this is Africa, this is South Africa because it shows where they live and they got all kinds of toys and shit there. That means they got a grocery store somewhere around them, and that grocery store has got nutrients in it. I understand, like, if you're in the Umbatu tribe in Africa and you're in the middle of Africa and you ain't got a fucking Piggly Wiggly, a Tom Thumb, a Safeway, a Kroger anywhere around you and you need nutrients, well, yeah, you're going to have to take it off of them National Geographic titties. I get that. But, see, that's a whole different way of life there. See, they have running water and electricity. If you got water, running water and electricity, you can get nutrients from other places than mom's titties. Scourge says, I'm from Africa. We're actually better off than people think. I imagine you are. I'm just saying. There are people that still live in villages that have to worry about fucking, uh, uh, oh, orangutan attacks, you know, taking a baby and eating its brain. You think she squirts when she breastfeeds? Probably. Good God Almighty. Who in the fuck? Man, that is weird. Does mom show up at fucking kindergarten class at, at recess and start fucking whip the tit out and start feeding the kid at, at, at lunchtime? Come on. No. Once your kid, your kid is five or six years old, and you know what? I bet you she's the kind of bitch. And I, yes, I called her a bitch. Her five-year-old, she calls him 60 months old. Oh, my other son is 72 months old. Just stop that. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Last part of it here. Hey, now don't go scaring off Scourge. He just fucking signed up. I just got him on here. Uh, last, uh, last, whatchamacallit, last, uh, hurrah for Celebrity, celebrity Ass, Deathmatch, yes, yes, Bangable, Bangable Cartoon Characters. Characters. All right, now we've gone through this list, and we are down to four. Four bangable cartoon characters left. Jessica Rabbit, Wonder Woman, Lois Griffin, and Catwoman. And now is the chance to find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore will actually be. Let's get it on. All right, ass family, here we go. First matchup. Simple. Jessica Rabbit versus Wonder Woman. A woman married to a rabbit versus an Amazon that has bracelets that are bulletproof. 
Wonder Woman, Jessica Rabbit, ass family, who ya got? Jessica Rabbit. She moves on and is in the finals where she will take on the winner of this fight right here. The mom on one of the funniest shows ever. We are talking about Lois Griffin. Lois Griffin from Family Guy taking on Catwoman from Batwoman, Batman, sorry. So we got Catwoman taking on Lois Griffin, most bangable cartoon character, ass family, who ya got? If you are ready, I am ready. Let's get it on. Jessica Rabbit in one corner. Catwoman in the other corner. The winner will be the face of the Mount Rushmore of most bangable cartoons. Ask family, who ya got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Banana phone. Uh, I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Donana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best 
beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular, ring, 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 banana phone. Cellular, phone. Oh, we have us a winner, as family. Congratulations to Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit will be the face of the most bangable cartoons in history. And with that, as family, I bid you a fond adieu, as they would say in Viva la France, I believe. Uh, or goodbye, or adios, or see you later, or sayonara, or whatever. We will be back on Monday. Now, remember, Tuesday there's no show because I got jury duty. But Monday we got a show. We'll recap the weekend, do all that kind of fun stuff. Please, if you go out this weekend get and you get partying, get a lift, get an Uber, get a cab, get home safe. And remember that every room that you're in, every room that you're in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Almost forgot it there. Uh, So until Monday, have a fantastic weekend, everybody. And the last cover song is one of my favorites that George Strait did. It's a good thing he only covered this because it would have been a bigger hit if he released it. Till Monday, adios, everybody. I'm going to do a little boot scooting boom.
boot scootin' You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.